Welcome to Gate City Chatter, a podcast showcasing the creative people and cultural happenings that make North Greensboro, North Carolina an amazing place to be. Uh, welcome back, Chatterheads. This is your host, Josh Sherrick, joined as always by my co-host, Matt Feltz. How are you, buddy? I'm doing well, Josh. How are you? Man, looking good. I can't believe we're both wearing Folk Festival t-shirts today. I feel like... The good old days. I feel like we should have brought some brought some other vibes with us. Uh, maybe brought another brought another shirt for Ryan here. So introducing our our guest today, I'm so excited um, to welcome an incredible person I've gotten to know really well in the last few weeks. Ryan Deal to the podcast. Welcome in, Ryan. Hey guys, thanks. I'm glad to be here. Man, we're so happy to have you. I'll, I'll give a brief introduction and you can maybe tell a little bit more. Uh, Ryan, uh, for all of our Chatterheads, is our new uh, leader in, in arts and creative things at uh, the City of Greensboro. Our office is now called the Creative Greensboro um, Office of Arts and Culture, and you are our faith for a leader, our, uh, and we are so happy to have you here and, and joining the podcast for the first time. It's uh, hopefully a good experience for you. So how are you feeling today? Everything cool? Yeah, uh, I'm having a, you know, we're, we're in interesting times at the moment, so it's uh, not usual that I guess you would be in your uh, bedroom, <laughs> where you are, and that, that I would be on my deck, though, I guess, you know, that's nice, yeah. but unusual circumstances that we're under uh, right now at the moment, but yeah, yeah. well. Well, that's completely true. Well, um, I wanted to kind of just get into a little bit about what we do at Creative Greensboro and, and let our listeners hear it from your voice. Um, sort of the things that we've been doing. We've had some really good successes um, before kind of the COVID-19 thing happened. So maybe we can talk a little bit about your time since you've been our new chief creative economy officer and, and your time here at work. And, and if you want to elaborate a little bit about what you love about Greensboro, whatever, that's fine. But let's talk a little about that. And then we'll go into the COVID stuff here after yeah. a few minutes. Uh, so I started on November the 1st. Uh, so I, that's not quite six months ago at this point. Um, and, you know, I, I've told like friends and family, it's been a bit like drinking from a fire hose uh, for yeah. these first months in a good way. That's not a complaint at all. But just uh, the everything is new. Uh, all the people are new. The environment's new. The community's new. I spent some time in Greensboro in the early 2000s, um, but in a what feels like a different life, honestly. So um, the, you know, the first few weeks on the job were, Josh, you can attest to this. Like <laughs> I worked in the office. It was like meeting, 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 which was great. I mean, I met probably over a hundred folks over the course of the first uh, few weeks, the, you know, leaders and, and creatives within the, the creative community. Um, got out to see a lot of creative product during that time, you know, uh, everything from openings at the Weatherspoon Gallery at UNCG to Green Hill and Center for Visual Arts and the Atelier, you know, our, our partners at the um, Cultural Center mm -hmm. saw a show at Community Theater of Greensboro at Triad Stage, uh, caught performances by um, several of the music ensembles that, uh, that we facilitate at the city. Um, and some of the uh, theater for young people programming that we do. So, um, you know, it's, it's been a lot of absorption, but yeah. really stuff that's going to inform the work moving forward. Um, and then in the, you know, on the, on the weekends, and when I have a moment, uh, my partner John and I, when, when we have a moment or two to ourselves, we love parks and green space. That was our sort of um, thing to do in, in the downtime in Charlotte before we moved here. And so we quickly adopted that as a, as a favorite pastime. And so um, 
I kept I kept saying we were going to create, you know, like a calendar and and like intentionally and strategically because you can probably attest those are two of my favorite words. But yeah, uh, but to really intentionally uh, knock out all the parks and greenways. We haven't done the calendar yet, but I, it's coming. We've, there's we've, a lot. There, there's a there's a lot though. I was uh, somebody asked me that the other day, and I think we're still hovering around like a hundred miles of greenways and trails. I mean, uh, I've loved, I you know, I, and we've never really talked about this. I've lived here since 2010, and I mean, I don't think I live anywhere else. Like this city's incredible. Just just the ease of access, the ease of getting around, and um, you know, Matt, you've been around Greensboro forever. You can attest to this too. But like, just getting around is so easy, and the amenities are there, and the parks, and I mean, I've been, I went on an hour ride, bike ride today, and I clipped by probably six or seven different parks. And I mean, just having that, that that's true quality of life. Um, and it dovetails perfectly with what we do in arts and culture and what we try to foster and bring to our community. So I'm and glad. Line, you know, down the road, I'm already sort of noodling as, as Josh Wells, Josh Wells knows, well knows. Uh, <laughs> Like what? What? It, how can we push the boundaries on that intersection between arts and culture and our and our green spaces? Like how can we be partners to the community and even more fully activating them? Yeah. Uh, really dynamic, creative programming. So that's exciting to me in the in the long term for sure. Yeah, I would it's been a goal for a while now is to sort of to to figure out a way to get uh, the creative, the things like the murals and the music and stuff like that more like interjected into the community to in outside of places that they normally are so yeah. like how do we do that and that's i know that's something that that josh and i spoke about a little bit uh ever since i sort of came on uh, but to see that that is a plan that is still unfolding and, and still being worked on and is is exciting to hear yeah and we had and we had some great wins in creative greensboro we um i mean before before the coronavirus happened we we, we did some great things. We had a logo. We, I mean, we should probably talk, we should celebrate those a little bit before we talk about kind of all the things we're doing now. But I mean, just off the top of my head, I know when we had it, we hosted a logo contest. Do you want to tell us about some of the other things that were, that we were pretty yeah, successful in doing? Because that was, you know, that was really sort of a step one A in my mind so that we had a creative mark that we could put on the announcements and rollout of everything that is to come. And the response to that was incredible. Yeah. Um, you know, our intent was to lift up and celebrate the work of folks who maybe wouldn't have risen to the top if we did a typical call for a logo. Uh, and we were totally effective at that. And, uh, you know, I think Brian Davis, who designed the logo that we selected is like a set builder in his, you know, uh, in his uh, normal day life. I don't think he's the typical logo creator guy, but he created an incredible mark for us that speaks to the, to the energy and, and what we're about. So that was fantastic. Yeah. We also published a call for um, music groups to participate in the um, 40, two-year tradition of MUSEP in Greensboro. I wanted to make sure, as with everything that we do, that, you know, not just that we do good work, but that we make sure that it's transparent and visible to the entire community, not just that we're doing it, but how to get involved in it themselves. And so we wanted to open up the, the selection call for that. And, you know, I think we ended up with over 80 submissions mm -hmm. from local bands, which was incredible. Unfortunately, we can only use about 20 over the course of the um, typical season. So that made for some, for some difficult uh, choices and decisions. 
and we'll see where we land with music yeah. at this point, given the environment that we're functioning in right now. But I have faith that we will find a way, um, though it may not be the traditional way, um, to, to bring that life to work and share it, uh, bring that work to life and share it with the community. Yeah. That's one thing I've appreciated uh, working with you from the beginning is that you, you certainly have your eye on the variety of the different love. I mean, it's really important is that they're creative, creative and artists are, are of all ranging and all abilities alone, but like, you know, lifting themselves up in different ways. And, and it really is our job to sort of illuminate that. And, and that logo contest was beautiful to see all those artists in the same space connecting and just being like, Oh, you're here too. Oh, this is what you do. And that's, that's really powerful. And the same thing with an open call for our musicians from USEP and, and, and even from the, the second we started dealing with this coronavirus, your message has never been, let's, cl let's close this off and not let's, let's help. How do we find a way to help these artists? How do we still make sure that we can uh, help them and compensate them and find little ways. And so, um, you know, from that, I feel like our, our momentum has been able to, to continue and, and that's powerful. I mean, that's yeah. us truly, you know, serving our role in the, in the community. So that's, that's great. I think you all chatted about the Greensboro at home arts and creativity guide, maybe on your last, um, installment, but we've got that officially rolled out on Monday of this week. Yeah. This is day three. Mm -hmm. uh, the response to that has been great. It's gotten a lot of traction on social, um, had great coverage from WFMY News 2 and sharing that resource out with the community. And I mean, it's a three-page document right now full of um, all sorts of creative programs that folks can engage with, you know, from their mobile device uh, or, or computer uh, for all ages. Most of it's free. And again, mm -hmm. it's science, it's dance, it's visual art, it's music. It's a really, I mean, it, it's a, it is a reflection of Creative Greensboro, which is great. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, and that creative. Um, if for, for any of our listeners that want to access that while you're while you're listening, if you go to creativegreensboro.com, that's where we sort of have the information about it. But you can find it on the social media channels for Creative Greensboro. We're on Facebook, um, we're on Instagram um, and Twitter. I think um, you and we are and our partners in that whole project. Our collaboration partners are Arts Greensboro. So Arts Greensboro is another arts organization that, that concentrates a lot on the philanthropy uh, fundraising side, and there are real partners on this. So I agree. It's been great. Um, my favorite one, and Matt, I don't know if you have a favorite one, Matt, if you've looked at the guide, but my favorite is Blacksmithing 101. Like, there's literally a guy from the YMCA that is teaching blacksmithing. Like, and, and to me, that's like something I've never seen before. I'm completely interested in and and you know we certainly have time to deal with it you know to explore new things at this time so that's one that i've uh, truly enjoyed matt did so you, are you, gonna, you have any are you gonna you... are you gonna set that up in your backyard like how are you gonna follow <laughs> along with that well i don't know how participation is gonna go but i can say i learned something <laughs> well if you work on something if you get a, a forge or something set up in your backyard let me know i know you like to do that sort of thing yeah I got to so, get the wood shop finished. If I can finish my wood shop, maybe then I'll work into the metal shop, but I okay. love where your head's at. Okay. That's good. No, the I other one was craft really cocktail. Like, there was a craft cocktail on the other the night. The craft too. cocktail one. Yeah. It looks, looks cool. And, but the blacksmithing, uh, you know, I always dig the, uh, what, uh, what Jim Gallucci was he the one that came around and did the, uh, the smelting stuff, the, the metal pouring and things yeah. like that. Yeah, so that stuff pour. was always like super cool to me. Uh, and the fact that we were able to do that sort of, 
uh, you know, out in the open like that and expose people to something that they normally wouldn't get hands on with. So, uh, you know, anything sort of metalworking and things like that is, is great because I know that I'll never be great at it. Uh, so it's nice to appreciate somebody that has some, some talent and some skill. Some metal banging skills, man. I tell you, my favorite thing back in the day at the fair in the Win Winston at the Dixie classic fair is we had like a yesteryear village and man, seeing all those old timey like guys just working on all the the metal and doing all the blacksmithing, I just love. I love the smells of it. I love the. I mean, I'm sure it's like terrible for your health, but like I love the smell of that. I mean, they come out of there looking like you know they're all covered in soot and whatnot. But anyway, all right, I'm rambling about all blacksmithing. Folk fest and like traditional arts, you know, because you guys are wearing these shirts, I think that's what's influencing uh, this, this this fascination yeah. this afternoon. I love it. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. So we've heard some great stories. Um, We've got great feedback, I think, from the community. Um, Also wanted to mention, as soon as all this kind of started going on, we were in talks with Arts Greens. We're not about just having the guide, but also about kind of the fundraising and and the financial support for artists. Do you want to elaborate a little bit on that, Ryan? I know that Arts Greens both started up a little bit of a fund, but we've been kind of uh, helping out with it and whatnot. Are you talking about in response to COVID-19? Um, well, yeah, but the, yeah, the, uh, the arts fund that they, they started, that they produced for the artists. Yep. So Arts Greensboro is facilitating an artist emergency relief fund designed to help um, offset the financial loss that individual artists and creatives in our community are experiencing because of the loss of, um, you know, an opportunity to sell work or the loss of a, a gig, a performance gig. And so they're making grant awards to artists every week right now. Um, And we are looking at what um, um, a more formal partnership between Creative Greensboro and Arts Greensboro can look like on that. But they're doing great work on it up to this point. They got a a large grant from the United Way, which was fantastic. Um, I think that was announced early this week. Um, And the community has supported it uh, with individual contributions as well. You know, it's really we, we talk a lot and, and we're talking a lot right now about the ways that you can still engage with virtual programs from the creative community right now and that's important because we want folks to know that our creative leaders and artists are still working and still have ways for them to to engage you but we can't overlook or deny the fact that you know just as is experienced by every other sector right now our arts community is really struggling with financial mm-hmm. losses attached to the necessity of everyone staying at home right now. Um, and so we need, to, we need to do everything we can and encourage our, our friends to do everything they can to chip in a little extra support if they're able to help make sure our artists and, and nonprofit orgs make it through this crisis. Yeah. Um, so our hats are off to our friends at Arts Greensboro for doing the, the work that they're doing in that way. And yeah, we certainly intend to be partners uh, with them uh, for the long haul. Yeah. And it's not just about getting through this. I mean, it's really about coming out on the other side, like still strong and being able to, you know, continue on with, you know, I mean, it's hard to compare life after this sort of pandemic to, you know, what it was before, but you want to come out on the other side strong and, you know, and be able to sort of build off of, uh, you know, what you had in the past. So, uh, you know, surviving the pandemic is one thing. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. I look around like on, you know, my social media accounts. I don't know if this is the same as, as you guys or not, but you know, what are folks doing right now when they are at home? A lot of folks are 
streaming concerts or, uh, you know, I've got so, a lot of musical theater fans and buffs on, on my Facebook page and they're all watching like streaming musicals and shows and people are at home coloring and drawing, you know, out in their yard exploring. I mean, like we, we turn to the arts and creativity in, in times of, I mean, we do it every day in our regular life, but we really do it in times of, of crisis and, and, you know, moments where we have some, some time to sit and reflect and, and ponder. So our creative community is really important. It's more yeah. important right now than ever. Um, so yeah, stay connected to them and, and, and then we have to do everything we can to support them. Yeah. And there are a lot of mechanisms. I'm sure a lot of our listeners know this, but there are a lot of mechanisms during those live streams and other um, uh, products or programs that are happening to support them, you know, and I think that's really important that if you are able to enjoy what you see, you know, drop a dollar in that bucket because, you know, I've, I've reflected so much about this with my wife and with you, Matt, too, like, we are so fortunate to be able to have positions of employment that, um, for right now are, are fine. And we are able to do that. I, I can't imagine what it'd be like to be in the service industry, you know, to be a musician that's that then also has two or three other jobs and, and all of that, that those income sources dry up and you don't know what the other side of the coin is going to look like. And, um, so I, I, I think, I think that's a really powerful result of what this whole entire pandemic is causing is that it's requiring people you know, to, to really dig down and be, a, I think everybody sort of feels like you're a part of a group together now, right? Like it's a, it's a very unifying thing, but if we can unify our, our methods of support to help one another, I think it'll just uh, continue to expand. And um, there, there's, there's a lot of power in that, but uh, I also wanted to mention, uh, we recorded another podcast with Jessica Rambo, who is an artist that from UNCG, a former uh, a veteran from the, from the Marines, and, and she spoke about just how incredible this, this, is, this has sort of been an opportunity for people to become in touch with their own creative sides. Um, I know, Ryan, you're, you're a professional, or at some point, I think, had some version of, of, of a, a, a musical theater background. You know, I, I really don't have many things. I do a little bit of woodworking, but I like, I've picked up my mandolin and I've played it a ton and I'm actually like, I've learned it and I, and it's become something that I've it's been an incredible outlet for me and a reminder that, that this is something that can give me the mental release. And I think hopefully people out there, a lot of people are finding that connection and finding that release in a time of stress uh, on their own accord. So, I mean, there's, there's a lot of great things that are coming from this. Mm -hmm. When are we going to get a taste of that mandolin is the question. I probably should stop talking about it if I don't want to play it. On I mean, there, I think you've I? mentioned it on every episode we've done. So ah, it's going to come. It's going to happen. All right. I, I know a song now and I can play it all the way through. Um, I don't know the word. I can't do it with the words yet. So I'll learn the words. I prom Okay. You're going to sing too? I'll, I'll, I'll make a commitment to, to maybe, play, maybe play a song and sing the words to it on this podcast right here. There you go. You heard it here first, Chatterheads. <laughs> So, well, great. Um, well, Ryan, I mean, thank you so much for joining us. I, I mean, hopefully this has been a, um, a great opportunity for folks to hear what's going on. We, uh, you know, if there's anything else you want to add, Ryan, um, feel free to, I don't know. Um, Maybe you'll have me again sometime. I imagine that'll probably Maybe. be the case. <laughs> that'll be the case. Play your, we, play your cards right. <laughs> uh, but we encourage everyone to go to creativegreensboro.com. That's our website. Um, we're all over the social media channels. There's a lot of places. And our, and our arts and creativity uh, virtual guide has been published, and it'll be daily. 
Um, it's updated on the daily and it is accessible um, at Arts Greensboro um, or at Creative Greensboro and on all the social media channels. And in that one place, you'll see literally like 30 items of creative programming, anything from stuff for zero to four-year-old kids to teens to theater to music to everything to blacksmithing, right? And that's being constantly um, updated, right, Josh? We update it every morning, yep, and it's published by about 11 o'clock every day. So thank you, Josh, for your work on that. <laughs> hey, I'm happy to help. Happy to be a part of the, part of the solution, right? There you go. Um, well, all right. Well, Matt, do you have anything else you want to add? Uh, this is our 50th episode. So happy oh, yeah. 50th. Yeah. Uh, yeah and, 50th. uh, right about our two year anniversary. I think we may have missed it by a couple of weeks, but, uh, we've been doing this, uh, gate city chatter for, for two solid years now. So I, uh, I don't know what to say about that, Matt, but that has been, uh, it's an it's emotional, been an, it's been a great well ride. Good vibes. Yeah, heck yeah. I should have looked up the statistics, but I mean, I know we've we've had like over ten thousand individual listens on on the on the actual podcast platforms. You know, we've had uh, we started doing the YouTube halfway in, and then we've started to you know increase that that viewership as well, especially with this and the the more regular content going out. Uh, and we found ways to sort of bring in you know different people from different areas and local businesses and artists and things like that. And we've sort of uh, I think we've put together a We've gone from a pokey little podcast to a, an establishment, a pillar of the community, if you will. Hey, man, I can still remember the first time somebody was like, do you have a podcast? And I'm like, oh, yeah, we actually do. Yeah. Well, so yeah. it's been a, it's been a great way to reach people in a different way. And we really do love and appreciate all of our fans out there. Um, we get your comments. We get your your shares and your likes all over the, the platforms. And we appreciate that. It really does oh gosh, bring us um, a lot of spirit and a lot of energy. And we just want to keep creating this for another 50 episodes then, huh? Is that what we're signing up for? That's true. I think it's in Ryan, my Ryan, do you sign off on that? Are you cool with that? Idea. <laughs> all right. Wonderful. All right. Well, um, until then, uh, this is your host of Gate City Chatter, Josh Sherrick, uh, signing off for my friend Matt Feltz and my other friend Ryan Deal. Thank you for, so much for joining us today. And uh, until next time, Chatterheads, be, be safe, um, be peaceful in your own practice, and enjoy uh, your family and your own household for now, right? Well said. Take well, care, said. everybody. Right. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.